everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your Twilight phase. Ooh, that was good. That got a chef's kiss from Maya. And Maya, so cool. you didn't fuck it up. <gasps> I know. Rude. I was really proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think the time you really messed it up was on our bonus episode for yeah that was (laughs) so if you want to hear that head over to the Patreon (laughs) that's a good one what's up what's new with you guys uh not much oh well I'm uh I'm going up to my sister's house this weekend so that'll be fun that'll be really fun yeah how is Um, it your sister has had that house for like two-ish years now not even I think just like a year well, a year was my original guess, but then I was like, time has been so weird in the pandemic. Time it's probably is... been like four. I'm going to pick two. <laughs> the pandemic has been happening for like four years. So. <laughs> if I had a house, I would have so much fun just putting nails in the wall, just like with abandon. <laughs> have you been in apartments like where you're not about. allowed to do that? Or do you always just worry about filling I them just, back in? You do it less because you know you have to go back and fill them in. Yeah. Having Whereas, just left an apartment, filling in all the holes in the wall, it doesn't really matter how many there are. Like, once you acquire the supplies, you're bopping around the room. You might as well just yeah. put all the holes in the wall. I don't know. I, it's just always it's in my mind. Daunting. For this headboard that is... By the way, listeners, I have... If you watched the like, Netflix Babysitter's Club show, um, Claudia's headboard, I have that headboard. It's glorious. It looks it's like a rising sun. It does. Um, when we put that into the wall, we... You put headboards into the wall? Oh. Depending on the kind. Yeah, this kind know. goes on the wall instead of attaching to your frame. Gotcha. We took some gouges. <laughs> um... Uh, when that will I, be an issue. When I uh, inserted my new shelves to hold all my crystals, yeah, <laughs> uh, I had my dad do it <laughs> when he was here, and there was still one point where, like, because I don't have adequate supplies for, uh, <laughs> I guess, homeowning, and he, our drill, my drill, I didn't have the right size drill bit, and so instead of drilling a nice little hole into the wall, he took the drill and he hammered it into the wall. No! Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, resulting in, guess what, a, a big old Chunks. messy... Yep. <coughs> Sorry, I just swallowed on my spit. <laughs> A big old messy hole in the wall, uh, and I'm gonna have to deal with that later. And I'm probably gonna have my dad come up here and deal with it. Himself. You know what? It's it's really not that fine. Like we gouged a hole in the wall mounting a lamp, and I just you just spackle it in and you walk away. Yeah, but I don't want to. But it, you know what? You don't want to spackle it. You can literally take my spackle, or mine. I have spackle from like four. I don't want to spackle. It's the easiest task. Okay, but I don't want to do. It at all. Okay, so make your dad fly from Ohio. Okay. He's probably going to go help her move anyway. Exactly. So He'll come here anyway. <laughs> With the last apartment that we moved out of, listeners, this is really just like just an example of the fact that you should really know the renting laws where you live because in our last apartment that we moved out of, there were some, some marks on the wall 
some deep scratches that, you know, were really like, maybe this is normal wear and tear. Maybe it's a little beyond. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Fair enough. This could be beyond normal wear and tear. I'm happy to pay it. But then the landlord tacked on like this other stuff and was charging us like two, $300. And I was like, you're trying to charge me like $300 to spackle the wall? No, 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 sir. And I was like, okay, um, I'm going to need to see that itemized. And he did not send us an itemized list, which he is supposed to. And I brought the law down on that man by sending him screenshots of the law. <laughs> uh, Wasn't it also see, like he was supposed to show you and then like give you time to fix it before he charged you money for him to do it or something? Yeah, that was also part of it. It's like... No, you're right, listeners. <laughs> no, not keep up your end of the rights. bargain. It has been more than 30 days. Please return the remaining portion of our security deposit immediately. And he, he did. did. Amazing. You know what? There were a bunch of holes in my walls when I moved in anyway. So you take pictures. You gotta take pictures. Fuck Know your rights and take pictures. Fuck that. Okay. Anyway. So are we jumping right in? I think so. I believe that it is my turn to recap. Amazingly, awesome. we still have not reached the end of this book. How? Like, yeah, how somehow. We have several there? chapters left. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What else is there to talk about? Well, Maya, what do we have to talk about this week? <laughs> chapter 26, Ethics. Fuck that chapter title, too. <laughs> God. As you'll recall, most recently we were in the clearing and Bella was like, ooh, I'm scared of Brie. And also, oh no, Jacob got hurt. So now they're back at the Cullen house. Bella is having Alice kind of like put her together, but Bella's not concerned with what Alice is doing. Alice is trying to make her like nice and presentable after this trial, but all Bella wants to do is go visit Jacob. And Alice is like, Bella, you need to go visit Charlie who will be suspicious because you've been gone so long. If you're going to be a Cullen, you need to play the role, which is hilarious because they don't play the role of being human. So, like, come on. And Bella's like, you're right, you're right, you're right. But first, um, just wondering, can you see my future? Um, Like, am I going to be a vampire? And Alice is like, yeah, you're still going to be a vampire. But, like, if you changed your mind, then you wouldn't. Like, it's not up to me just because I'm a fucking future teller future teller it's still up to you bella <laughs> bella goes home to see charlie charlie is immediately immediately like i told you that motorcycles were dangerous <laughs> i told you and bella's like yeah okay i get the point and charlie is like but don't worry jacob's gonna be fine because he's cussing up a storm over there i was just at the house and bella's like oh He's awake because Alice was like, I will tell you when he wakes up. Don't worry. Uh, and she's like, all right, after dinner, I'm going right over to see Jacob because I am not okay. I will not be okay until I can see him and know that he's going to live. Um, but at the same time, it's like I don't even want to see him because when I get there, I'm going to have to break his heart yeah. because the last time we saw each other, I told him I was in love with him. Um, so... 
Charlie has this hilarious, like, aside where he talks about Billy and how Billy was so weird all day. And he heard all these wolves howling. But then when Jacob got home, he didn't hear the wolf howling anymore. Jacob's cussing was just too loud. Um, Hilarious. Bella is feeling really conflicted because she doesn't want to hurt Jacob and she feels for the first time that like not being human anymore would be a sacrifice but she does what she has to do she goes over there oh there's also a sweet moment where Charlie is like I feel like Uh I'm losing you and she's like you're not ha 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 ha." jokes (laughs) um she goes over there and knocks on the door and is like hi Jake and the moment she says that Jacob just knows immediately like, he doesn't, she doesn't have to say anything else. He knows that she has chosen to be with Edward, even though she's in love with him. So he's like, oh, man. <laughs> All right, come on in. Um, and he kind of, like, twists the knife some more. He's an asshole some more. But we also get some moments of, like, the old good Jacob. Hmm. Um, not many, but, like, some. Uh Jacob, for instance, is absolutely livid that Edward isn't mad at Bella for Edward kissing Jacob. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jacob's like, oh, what? I thought he was going to give you an ultimatum. And Bella's like, no, he loves me. You're the one that does stuff like that, Jacob. And Jake, and Bella the entire time is like, yeah, I just love you so much and this is really painful and I just want to be here and make you happy, but I can't do that because I can't live without him. And Jacob is like, yeah, I can tell that you can't live without him. Um, But, like, I still love you the most because I'm not going to make you choose. I'm going to let you go. (laughs) It's like, girl, (laughs) bitch, she already chose. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? Uh, And they have this moment where they agree that if vampires didn't exist, they would have ended up together and they would have been really happy. Um, Jacob says the title of the book. They talk about the wedding a little bit, and Jacob is like, maybe I can still be your friend after all this. Maybe not, but maybe. (laughs) Um, And finally, there's a lot of foreshadowing for Renesme, and it's really awkward. Um, That's the chapter. I'll give you an eight and a half. Wow, thank you. I'll give you an eight. It was a little long, but it was was very funny. It was good. Yeah, I felt as I was going that it was too long. Here's the thing. But I hoped that it was comprehensive enough to still get me a good grade. I've never written a summary that wasn't too long on the first draft. Exactly. And we do these out loud. I'm way worse at talking than I am at writing. (laughs) So, of course, they're always going to be too long. Summarizing is such a hard skill, guys. Yeah, especially when the chapter is stupid. Yeah, you don't know what to cut out until you don't prepare. (laughs) Anyways, great work still hated this chapter i thought it was stupid um why isn't the book over yet there was like some glimmer of the old jacob as maya said he's like a kind of a glimmer. dick he's he's an asshole he's slightly 99% less percent of the time he's slightly less of an asshole in this chapter i, would, I mean I we certainly <laughs> needed the fallout from them making out like we weren't going to get to the end of this book without them dealing with the fact that they made out I think Jacob's best moments in this right. chapter and he are was when he is off the page. Douchebag about it. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. there's that whole part where he's like, uh, "Don't blame me because he's a better manipulator than I am." And oh, I'm yeah, like, that was bad. "So you admit 
You're a manipulator, <laughs> and you know what you're doing, huh? 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 <laughs> and he's like, yes, I, I do admit it, so. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's the game. I'm manipulating game. you. That's how I win. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm manipulating you, but I know you'll forgive me. Yeah, so it doesn't always matter. Weird you love me logic. anyway. Okay, I guess we should start with her hanging out with Alice. I was very confused. I was like, "What? where are we in time? There yeah. was a weird time jump, and there are some weird, like, tense moments where you can't tell if we're in the moment or if Bella is, like, looking back and telling us what happened. Mm. Right. Because, like, one day has passed. Right. I was so like, she it sort of only, like... So she summarizes, like... But maybe not. Because at one point, Several Alice hours, says, not a whole day. You've had a long day. Like, right. Like, that's like understating. It. I was just like, so I'm they, like, is it the same day? I think it's the same day. They go back to, like, they're in the bathroom and they're, and they're like, putting makeup on her. And I was like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, I don't know why she's putting makeup on her. Um, but either way, I was confused for a bit. But apparently, it's the same day, not really that long after. And Jacob is unconscious. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh my god, has he been unconscious this whole time? It's been but, like a day. It's been really like not also, been very much time at all. No, he was conscious, and then they knocked him out with some morphine. <laughs> some giant ass doses of morphine. <laughs> a whole lot of morphine. Yeah, so uh, he has not just been unconscious this whole time. But, but uh, she did see him when he was unconscious. Right. Right. So. It's okay. really weird because Jacob. Jacob gets home and Charlie is there when mm -hmm. Jacob gets home. But then later, Bella's telling us this story and she's like, yeah, I saw Jacob when he was unconscious, but I haven't seen Charlie yet. Yeah, That's I true. do think that there was, uh, there's like a little time issue here that a copy editor should have caught. They just like leave, they just miss each other sort of weirdly, I think. I mean, it, it's whole, this whole part was very confusing from the get-go. Um, Which is unfortunate because I would love for Stephanie to skip through time a little bit more than she does. <laughs> I'm but like, maybe this is why the she doesn't book do should be over at this point. Okay? <laughs> no, we need this. We need this um, reconciliation between them. Um, it's not even a good one, though. So I mean, we get somewhere. It's productive. I don't think it it's is. It's definitely productive. I... Going into this chapter, I didn't know what Jacob was expecting. Like, I don't know if Jacob comes into this thinking like, okay, well, we made out and she said that she loves me. So is she leaving Edward for me? Well, that's My the thing reading is, like, of it is yes. My reading is, is... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I don't... I personally, I'm like, she is the... She is... Nothing really has actually changed from the beginning of the book to the end of the book. Jacob has been just as grossly persistent the whole time, except now this time, whatever, she's, like, realized that she does love him a little bit. But I'm like, guess what? That still doesn't change anything, you idiot. What do you think is going to change? Nothing. Well, but from, their, from these characters' perspectives, a lot has changed. Like, yeah, Jacob's been an ass the whole time, and Bella has repeatedly forgiven him. And then Jake has tried to kiss her, and this time... It worked and she kissed him back and she said that she loved him 
Like yeah, everything has changed. Say for that them. she loves. Yes. Did I block yeah. that out? Yes, you yeah, blocked you it out. She out. says it out loud, and he like runs off to the war all chipper, like jubilant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, skip that. it because down the mountain. Jacob's perspective this entire time has been: if only I could get her to see that she's in love with me, then, like, she would probably pick me. But she just doesn't know that she's in love with me. Yeah. So they kiss. She says. I'm in love with you. He runs away all jubilant because he's like, I got what I want. And then when she gets to his house and is like, hey, Jake, he knows. You're, he's like, oh, no. Your reading of this was much more effective than mine. Um, I just want to read it. Hi, Jake, I murmured. He didn't answer at first. He looked at my face for a long moment. Then, with some effort, he rearranged his expression into a slightly mocking smile. Yeah, I sort of thought it might be like that. He sighed. I took this as Jacob just being his normal asshole self. <laughs> I think that you have to, to read the rest of it. Today has definitely taken a turn for the worse. First, I pick the wrong place, miss the best fight, Wait, and Seth no. gets all the glory. <laughs> then Leah has to be an idiot trying to prove she's as tough as the rest of us, and I have to be the idiot who saves her. And now this. He waved his left hand toward me where I hesitated by the door. Yeah, I think that and now this is like, I understand. Right. You're not picking me. Also, I think that's a better reading how he says it. he picked the wrong place when literally Bella was begging him to stay by that goddamn tent. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> I'm like, you motherfucking idiot. He's so selfish. <laughs> He's so selfish and so stupid. <laughs> He's so stupid. Anyway. Um, let's go back a little and talk about Alice. I don't want to talk about it too much because... It's no, I just want to talk about how, chapter. like... Bella asks these questions and it feels really sort of artificial that she's asking them. Like she asks whether she's going to be like Brie and Alice gives a very non-committal, like it could be a few years that you're really bloodthirsty. It could be different for you. I've never seen anyone do this on purpose. I don't know. And then like, why can't, why doesn't she just know how it's going to be? Right. Like she her. sees the future. Why doesn't she know that Bella's going to be super chill? Right, Good like, point. Why doesn't she know what <laughs> Bella's power is going to be? True. Good Like, she point. wakes up as a vampire and is like, oh, I'm going to fall in love with a man named Jasper I've never met. But she can't see Bella's own future standing right, right next to her like, after she's already decided this whole chain of events that's going to right. happen and doesn't know what her power is going to be. I think that there's... I give some credence to the theory that Alice sees the future and she can look for things, but she can't necessarily find everything that she's looking for. So, like, I she can like see Bella as I feel a like vampire. it's, like, she's not going to just, like, happen to see anything that comes along, but if she's looking, she can see it. I feel like if she's looking, she has a better shot of seeing it. But there is, like, no guarantee that she'll be able to see it. No, but then so sometimes she can, like, she'll be like, Bella well, the chances of this happening are 20%. But, like... Yeah, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Speaking no. about, like, generalities of, like, oh, Bella's decided to become a vampire. Oh, I can see what Like, is there any universe is be like. where Bella has a different power as a vampire? If she becomes a vampire? That seems unlikely. 
I was actually wondering when you first brought that up, like, I wonder if someone else had changed her, if maybe that could change her power. Mm. Maybe, yeah, maybe the way that you become a vampire can have an effect. Ooh, I like that (laughs) We do Uh, get some actual decent world building, which is that Bella asks, again, like, as an afterthought that she's not even really interested in, why Jane, like, why most vampires' powers don't seem to work on her, but, like, Alice can still see her future. And Alice goes on a, like, fairly convincing tangent about how powers that have to do with the mind and illusions in your mind do not work on Bella, but Alice's power for instance of seeing the outcomes of people's actions has nothing to do with what's happening inside of bella's head so she can still see the outcomes of bella's decisions which i thought was interesting yeah and it is convincing enough that as a reader you're just like oh that's it then yeah that's not a theory that's just what it is that's how it works um alice has this interesting moment where she's like i can't really empathize with what you're going through because I've never had to make a choice like this, but I can sympathize. I'm sorry that you have to choose between two good things. One, Jake is not good. good What are you talking about? (laughs) But two, it's interesting that Alice is kind of taking this, like, genuine friend perspective. This, Mm -hmm. like, I know that you might break up with my brother and break his heart, but, like, I really feel for you, and I'm sorry that you're going through this. (laughs) I would not have that perspective if I were Alice. Well, that's because you know all about Jacob. (laughs) Fair. But also, I'd be like, bitch, what the fuck? My brother loves you. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Yeah, you have no idea how annoying he was when he broke up with you. It's like not worth it. Exactly. So, Bella goes home. Uh, This is my favorite Jacob moment of the chapter. Bella's talking to Charlie. (laughs) And Charlie's like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, I saw Jacob. He looks in pretty bad shape, but he's going to be okay. He was, like, cursing up a storm. Um, And Bella's like, do you really think Jake's okay? Sure, Bella, don't worry. He was himself enough to tease me. Tease you? I echoed in shock. Yeah, in between insulting somebody's mother and taking the Lord's name in vain, he said. (laughs) The Lord's name! (laughs) I was like, good old Jake. Like, that's, that's the Jacob that we knew and loved. I, I was also that like, since when the fuck does Charlie care about taking the Lord's name in vain? It's just how he talks. It's just how a dad talks in oh Stephanie's God, world. Yep. <laughs> so stupid. I want to go through really funny. and see. You didn't even say the thing that he said. God. The thing that he said is, bet you're glad she loves Cullen instead of me today, huh, Charlie? I hated that line. Today. <sighs> No, he he's glad today. Today, yeah, I don't like that line. I mean, I thought it was. Funny. It is kind of funny. I don't like it. <laughs> I thought it was wry, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah. Then we have a very long description of like, ooh, we can tell that Charlie is like totally in the dark and really dumb because yeah, he's telling so this dumb. story <laughs> with so many obvious clues about how there are <laughs> vampires and werewolves around, and how Billy knows everything. One minute was that wolf yowling, and then you couldn't hear it anymore. Jake's cussing drowned it right out. (laughs) I I did like having a perspective of, oh, yeah, how's Billy doing in all of this? He knows that, like, his entire, his son and his whole little gang of friends is 
all going into a deadly task of murdering people. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, he's out. a little distracted by it. And I'm like, yeah, good. That's good. <laughs> Billy's all talk, because when it was a couple days out, he was like, oh, I just wish I could be there. It's going to be easy. They're going to have so much fun. And then while it was actually happening, he was jittery He's and like, anxious. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> um, Charlie grudgingly admits that Edward is a good person. <laughs> He's very, like, well, at least grudgingly. Edward doesn't want you to ride motorcycles. <laughs> Like, these people are so annoying. <laughs> I was really cracking up when Charlie was like, well, I want to talk to you about something, Bella. Um, a lot of weird stuff happened today, and it's making me feel a little superstitious. Uh, will you just, like, tell me before you, like, make any huge life decisions, like, I don't know, running off with Edward? And Bella's like... Dad, that's so stupid of you to even bring up. I haven't made any big decisions, not like getting engaged. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to let you do what you want. I really am. But just like hug me goodbye. And I was like, like what the fuck? Charlie. Yeah, just to be clear, um, I was being sarcastic and she does not tell her father that she is engaged. Yeah. <laughs> right, no. No, no such thing. But he, says, he just says very specifically at front, he's like, but I have this hunch I feel like I'm going to lose you soon. I know. And I was like, what a word choice for that. Like, because that's pretty ambiguous as far as, you know, like, maybe he's talking about her going to college, but also lose you as in you're going to die. And because he's, like, talking about this so seriously, you're like, holy shit, is he, like, getting vibes that Bella's, like, (laughs) going to off herself? I think that it was, like, that she's going to run away with Edward yeah. And just, like, Never not talk to, to Charlie anymore. Which was her exact plan to fake right. her death. So. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I was getting the vibes of, like, you know, Bella gets her psychic streak from somewhere. Maybe it made me wonder what Charlie's power would be. That's because true. his mind is also somewhat hidden from Edward. Right. Not as hidden, Mumbly. but somewhat. Oh and my he... god, I forgot about how he just thinks that Charlie is dumb just because his brain is so mumbly. I forgot. <laughs> like, oh god. listeners, write in. Tell us what you think Charlie's power could be. Yeah. Because he would definitely have one. Yeah, I mean, this is a very specific, quote, hunch to have in which he is very accurate. Yeah. So... Homeboy's got got some psyche up in there, you know? Some he has BFFs powers. with Alice, too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'd be, like, a vampire that animals aren't afraid of. So yeah. he'd be, like, really good at catching fish. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be so good at catching fish. Aww. <laughs> oh, I love it. And now it's time. Oh, it's after dinner, because Bella, even though she's distraught, of course, has still made Charlie dinner. Charlie's dinner. Yeah, she doesn't God. eat. I would <laughs> like a listener to figure out how many times the phrase Charlie's dinner <laughs> appears in this series and write in and tell us. Yeah. It's greater than three. I don't have the e-book, three. so I can't look it up. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's got to be three. greater than five. Yeah. yeah, my guess is, like, seven. My guess is five. <laughs> 
Right, so and yeah, now we go to stupid Jacob and stupid whatever. I was, I'm just mad because I'm like, okay, great. Jacob got really hurt, and so now we're not mad at him anymore. Bella's all like, oh my god, I'm so worried about him. Even yes. though, you know, right before, he definitely manipulated you into right. kissing him. Yes. And so I haven't forgotten that, even though you've forgotten that. I have Oh, Bella hasn't forgotten. She just does not care. Oh, she yeah, just doesn't she's care. She's already she, forgiven. She says, at one point she brings it up and she's like, I'm really sorry. I didn't want to mention that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Bella. No, but she did <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't going to mention it. Right, he said, But he all, says, she just says a fact. Oh, yeah, she just says, like, oh, yeah, you, like. At least Edward didn't threaten to kill himself to make me kiss him, I snapped. As soon as the words were out, I flushed with chagrin. Wait, pretend that didn't slip out. I swore to myself that I wasn't going to say anything about that. And, and Jacob, to his credit, goes, why not? <laughs> we did exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> and she says, because I didn't come here to blame you for anything. And I was like, for the literal for fact the- of the thing that he literally did? <laughs> what do you mean blame him? He did the thing. That's what he did. Like, maybe he didn't show <laughs> he up says- to place the says- rightful blame, but it's he still said- true. Yeah, he says literally, it's true, though. He said evenly, I did do that. <laughs> All right, okay, Jacob, yes. Like, when has Jacob ever been the one saying my thoughts out loud? <laughs> right. And then and then Bella says, I don't care, Jake. I'm not mad. Um, and then he follows up and says, I don't care either. I knew you'd forgive me. <laughs> and, I'm and I'm glad, glad I, did, I did, it. did it. I do it I do again. It again. <laughs> what a <day>. Holy shit. <laughs> again, yeah. we're talking about falsely threatening to kill himself. In order to make her kiss him. Yep. It was real fucked up. That's real fucked up. Real fucked up. Doesn't matter that she eventually reciprocated and that she realized that that she loved him. Neither of those things matter in the act when it happened. The ends do not justify the means. Do not. They do not. And Mm -mm. he also, like pretends to be worried about what edward's reaction <laughs> was gonna be and it was like the, you can't like Such an these are they would have been the result of your actions right so like you how worried can you really act right now right now because right he's you like, would have been the one who made know, this happen he, he says um He's like, I wasn't sure how bad it was going to be. No, it's going a little crazy worrying about you ever since I woke up. And when he says, um. The very he says, I didn't mean for you to have to go through that alone. I'm like, what do you mean? You literally jubilantly left, even though she begged you to stay by the tent. We yes, thought he'd, did. you know, come back victoriously from the fight. What you thought that Edward was going to come back with him. together. Yeah. But, like, Edward was always going to be at the tent. So right. Edward was coming gonna back time before, before Jacob if Jacob left, regardless. So, I guess like, he was thinking that Bella would be so scared of Edward's reaction that she wouldn't tell him. He reads Maybe. minds. Not, not hers. Yeah, not Bella. <laughs> I think he wasn't thinking is. about Seth. I think he wasn't thinking about Seth. I just I was like, homeboy, he's like, I was like, this feels like so put on. I was like, you were worried yeah. about Jack shit. Because you 
were like, I'm going to go kill myself unless you kiss me, and then I'll stay. And then you're like, LOL, I'm not staying. I'm going to go fight. And then you gleefully run away. Like, you don't give a fuck about her or what she's feeling. It it feels very classically Jacob because over and over again, he'll like do a really shitty thing and then immediately afterward be like, well, I would never do a shoot shitty thing. <laughs> it's like, you literally just did. I did it. <laughs> so this is just the exact same thing. So like, e- even if he really does feel worried for Bella, it's like Jacob crying wolf. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> about worrying about her feelings. Because if he really did, he would not take the actions that he does. But then he right. keeps trying to claim that he cares about her feelings. Right. And even Bella, she's like, oh, no, Jay, I'm fine. Too oh, she fine. hurries to reassure hurries him. Hurries to reassure him. <laughs> I'm fine. Which backfires because he's like, wait, oh, really? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, damn it, he's better than I thought. And guess what, idiot? He just fucking cares about Bella, you yeah. asshole. It's- you asshole. It's not confusing. The moment that's like most put upon is when Bella is like, yeah, it's really irritating actually that Edward wasn't even mad at me. Like I wish somebody would be mad at me because I'm so terrible and I've done so many terrible things. And Jacob's like, you want me to be mad at you. You want me to rake you over the coals. And she's like, yes, please. And he says, and okay, I do want to acknowledge she does say yes. She rake me over yes. the head. So this says, is yes. like, kind of a joke, and I but do, also kind of genuine. I also think this is like accurate to their relationship to each other. Like Jake is the one who will do what she says that she wants. Yeah, like okay. Except you when you said it's that's what you want, I'll do it. Me or well, stop yeah. kissing well, We're me talking about or... the the old days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, he says. Kissing me back like that was inexcusable. If you knew you were just going to take it back, maybe you shouldn't have been quite so convincing about it. And okay, I know that he like doesn't fully mean this because she prompted him to say this, but I will remind you listeners that she was less convincing when she kissed him and he was like, you're gonna have to convince me more. Right. <laughs> wow. You said that. Great, great close reading of this passage what a fucker great close read (laughs) literally all of this he's so mad about all these things that happened and like they're all they all happened because he's he did them he did them and he made the choices and so really jacob should hate himself and you know what i don't not want that for him he does not and then, like, it's Bella. So, like, they reconcile and they're, like, chilling, being sad together. Yeah, and... talking about how much they love each other. Yeah. And then he finally, finally offers to be friends with her. Like, Like, barely. two books later. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, it's a little too little too late, Jake. Yeah. Yes. For me. If you were willing to be friends... Like, what is different now from before? Bella is telling you, I am in love with Edward and I want to be with him. So you and I would just have to be friends. And that's the exact same place that you ended up in. And now you're like, yeah. Actually, the difference from these characters' perspectives is that Bella has realized 
that she loves him. And they talk a lot about whether that matters. And they both feel like it does matter. Like, Jake is glad that at least he knows and he doesn't have to, like, wonder what would have happened if she had realized that she loved him. And even Bella sort of feels similarly of, like, well, I guess I'm glad that I figured this out now so that I actually know the choice that I'm making. So to them, it matters. To them, things have changed. But I just feel like if being her friend is good enough now, I guess I don't understand why it wasn't good enough before you put her through all this pain. Like, back to, like, do the ends really justify the means? Like, you tortured her. No. But from his perspective, I think it's like it was worth chasing her and being persistent because he believes that chasing and persistence can work and without alienating the person that you're chasing and in this book that was the truth because bella just forgives him for everything right the narrative supports it i don't like that bella forgives him for all of it because he tortures her and they're both miserable and he assaults her so like no it's just bella doesn't work but that's how you know that this is just, like, Stephanie Meyer's perspective, mm. because it's not just Bella. Alice is like, yeah, you're picking between two really good choices. Charlie is like, you know, Edward is so much more mature than I expected. When he was there, when Carlisle was working on Jacob, he seemed distraught, you know? Like, like that was his brother in that bed that he was worried about. Like, that implying that Edward also respects jacob as a good choice Mm. like everybody forgives jacob and like we know for sure that edward knows everything that jacob has done and even charlie charlie knows that jake kissed her against her will right like we don't actually we can assume that alice knows everything but we don't literally know it but we know for sure that plenty of these people know everything that happened between them yeah Everyone they forgives. all love this kid. They sure Fuck do. you. This is now when Jacob has his moment where he's like, you know what, maybe this is what I was thinking about earlier when I was like, it doesn't make any sense. He says, you know that story in the Bible, King Solomon cutting the baby in half as a test to see who's going to give up their share to protect it? He says, I'm not going to cut you in half anymore. And it's like, you were ripping her apart this Literally. entire time so are you like really so much more noble just now? like trying to like put the pieces back yeah, together like now. you already like, tore pat. the baby apart it's too <laughs> right late. yes there's and, blood and viscera everywhere and bella internally is like well actually edward already did this a long time ago and i'm the one who didn't pick jacob like edward already made the choice to not rip me apart and let me go to Jacob if I wanted to, and I decided not to. Well, so, like, actually, also... I already made this choice, but I'm not going to turn this into an argument. Well, she says specifically, like, she thinks, she's like, oh, Jacob is telling me that he loves me the most because his surrender proves it. And, like, that... Go ahead. I was like, I don't... That is not one immediately the thing that I jumped to. I was like, oh, that Jacob is saying that he loves me the most because he's, I don't know, bowing out when, one, Edward has already done this. 
Um, I lost where I was going with this. Well, that's I'm like so the sorry. illusion. Like, like, you. No, you're fine. You know, he says, I'm not going to cut you in half. And the mother who says she's not going to cut the baby in half is the real one because she loves the baby too much for the baby to get cut in half. So if Jacob's the one saying, I'm not going to make you choose anymore, then he's like the, bear, like, the better person. And internally, she's like, first of all, Edward literally already did that. And second of all, I as the baby already chose the other mom. <laughs> what cracked me up so much about this, Bella goes on, so blah, 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 his surrender proved it. I wanted to defend Edward, to tell Jacob how Edward would do the same thing if I wanted, if I would let him. Are you forgetting that <laughs> Edward literally <laughs> already told Jacob this himself? <laughs> yeah. It's oh, not yeah. just that Edward did it. Oh, it's yeah. that he, he already that. told Jacob I that he would that do it. <laughs> Jacob doesn't fucking listen. Yeah. Jacob was like, what if she wanted me? Edward was like, well, then I would try not to show her how much that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and I would let her go to you. Like, he's like, I'm so noble. I'm not tearing the baby apart. But it's like. Now that everything is over and concluded, right. and I know how this is going to shape out. It's like, it's like, you can't fire me. I quit. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're not going to tear the baby apart? No, I'm not gonna tear the baby apart. <laughs> I'm a hero. <laughs> what? Also, I did think it was just really weird to have an insert of a Bible story, and like this was Jacob's moment. It's not weird at all. Oh, okay. it's not weird at all. It tracks with every illusion we have ever fucking got. Yes, with Stephanie. For the I moment, I thought it was fucking weird. I think that this works because the King Solomon story, and maybe this is just my perspective as a person that went to Catholic school and lives <laughs> in the United States, um, but I, I feel like the King Solomon story is, it's not like an obscure Bible It's passage. not an obscure one. I agree. Yeah. Right. But like, but, also, this is his moment where he's like, I am going to be a better person. And he's quoting I will allude a to you as a baby. <laughs> you know what? It's You're also, so right. it's also Bella being a child again. Just like when, you know, they're like dropping her off at the treaty line and she feels like she has divorced parents. <laughs> again, Bella is a baby in this metaphor. Not he about has it. has no autonomy. No autonomy. And makes no choices. No. If I were Bella and these two guys were going back and forth, like, I'm doing this and I'm doing this, I would just be screaming my head off, like, I actually already picked. Yeah. Our discussion is irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> it's irrelevant. So oh. true. And they have and this they talk whole section about how she has two soulmates. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, like, I don't agree with that. Um, also, I feel like we're throwing around the word soulmate, like, just very willy-nilly here. So they talk about, like Maya says, they sort of agree that if the world was normal, they would end up together. I was curious whether you think, in this alternative world, is Jake not a dick? <laughs> I think That's in this question. alternative world, Jake has dickish tendencies. <laughs> But he's more of like a rapscallion, yeah. a rogue. He's just you know? a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. He's he's like a little bit of like a Captain Jack Sparrow almost, you know? Like <laughs> a think... moral center, but like he can like shoot a barb, you know? 
I I imagine it as, you know, he still has all of the sort of underlying, you know, dickish behavior, but because there's no magic or vampires, there aren't really many opportunities for that to fully manifest and display itself because, you know, there's no one to compete against for Bella's attentions. Like, you know, we already know Bella would be with him anyway. Like, I just... I don't think that there are necessarily so many places where we'd be like, oh my god, she's literally telling you that she doesn't want to be with you. Counterpoint from the text, I just remembered when Jacob and Mike go to the movies with Mm -hmm. Bella, uh, Mm -hmm. and Jake is kind of a dick to Mike. That might have been because that was right before Jake first transforms into a werewolf, so he was, like, feeling really sick. Mm -hmm. Um... I mean, my counterpoint is that it's true that the magic in their world heightens the amount of life and death situations that they are in. (laughs) And maybe the way that she writes it, the sort of like testosterone-fueled wolf situation feels sort of magical and tied up in what werewolves are like. But life is hard. (laughs) it's true and just because there's no vampires in their life doesn't mean that he would never get jealous or that they wouldn't have disagreements right or that life wouldn't get really hard and bring out the worst in jacob like is this just the worst of jacob that like maybe it doesn't come out when they're 16 in this other world but like right again life is hard and long to toddlers Yep. Or whatever. And Bella gets stuck in this town just like her mom did. Right. I don't know. I wondered if this other world, if Bella would even fall in love with Jacob. Mm. Because they act like it's a foregone conclusion. But Jacob did have a crush on Bella early on, but mm-hmm. Bella felt nothing, not nothing for Jacob. <laughs> she she was like, right. oh yeah, this is my like sweet friend. And the really reason enjoy. they became BFFs was because Edward left. Yeah. Right. Like, there's no Edward to leave. She doesn't need him. Yeah. Like so... they would still be pals for yeah. sure, but I don't think there's like evidence that they would fall in love. Bella would go away to college yeah and like live her life yeah i don't know i do like melissa said like the claim of soulmates is like very strong i mean like okay it is true that like bella has no friends so she has friends with jake maybe that's like wow soulmate (laughs) i'm friends with a person incredible (laughs) the other thing i take issue with is this part and we would have been happy he was my soulmate in that world would have been my soulmate still if his claim had not been overshadowed by something stronger, something so strong that it could not exist in a rational world. Does, oh, was it out there for Jacob too? something that would trump a soulmate? I had to believe that it was. Does this mean that she's saying that a love like Bella and Edwards does not exist in our world? I think yes, and this was actually... I know you don't like this. This was a contender for best sentence for me because it so well captures the like tone and angst of like Bronte, Mm -hmm. you know, like this larger than life, 
all-consuming love, I felt like was really distilled really beautifully. Like, if his claim had not been overshadowed by something stronger, like, you get the sense of, like, something, like, dark and foreboding and romantic and, like, that fate and destiny are at work here. Um, I like your take. I think I, more cynically... I'm like, so I, as a reader, cannot hope right. for a We're love fucked. this strong or, you <laughs> yeah. know, whatever it is. I Any love we have is also be in love. That. <laughs> <laughs> like, apart from, obviously, that I've come to understand that I do not want a love like Bella and Edwards. But as a reader who's bought in, right, who, right. like, loves the romance and intensity of it, you're telling me that I can't have it. Like, I don't need to be taken out. <laughs> of this fantasy like that <laughs> i absolutely believe that that's part of what it's saying because i also get that vibe from like other gothic romances yeah like, i guess so this love we are the only ones yeah like nobody has ever felt as deeply right as we feel right <laughs> that's true i think that so this is stupid. a hallmark of the genre in fact great point great point great point They're okay so dumb then she says, two futures, two soulmates, too much for any one person. Um, and I just have to put in here that this is like a monogamy, supremacist, <laughs> anti-polygamous, but not, do I mean polygamy? That's, no. I mean, anti-polyamory anti polyamory take here that you cannot be in love with two people at the same time. Although, if you guys are watching The Bachelor, <laughs> listeners, <coughs> skip ahead 15 seconds. There's a lot of Bachelor drama right now because The Bachelor told all three of the final three women that he was in love with them. <laughs> and he slept with two of them. And then the third one was like, hey, so I really love you. Um, and I'm just wondering, you didn't like say that to anybody else did you or like you didn't sleep with anyone else did you and he's like uh yeah i did but i love you the most oh my god and she's like uh well you slept with two other people so i don't think i can get engaged to you so i'm gonna leave and he got just like jacob pissy as hell <gasps> aggressive fucking mean and petty <gasps> twisting the knife she was being so mature trying to protect his feelings in <gasps> this relationship in a responsible way and he was just trying to hurt her and it was horrible to <gasps> well, and next episode is when he's gonna stand up the other two at the rose ceremony and be like by stand up i mean they will be standing not like he won't <laughs> appear uh and he's gonna be like um so i am in love with both of you and also i slept with both of you he's gonna tell him at the same time i <laughs> Just had a long conversation with someone who is polyamorous about how polyamorous The Bachelor and shows like that are and how they are like so, I don't know, it's like some real cognitive dissonance. Like they're oh, yeah. so bought into like a heterosexual monogamy right. thing, like the obsession with the marriage at the end. That and there yet, are no other and yet, solutions. Yeah. This and man has dated way. 20 women at the, same, yeah, at the time same time and is now in love with two of them at the same time. Three right. of them. He's Sorry. in love with three. Three. Right. But also, I would want to point out that polyamory can only be like ethical <laughs> if you are communicating if all parties uh, to are all consenting. parties, if you are yes. uh, 
not lying if you are you know upfront about the things you're doing with whom and when etc mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. yes this is like shows like the bachelor are like oh look at me dating like 20 men but you're also being like he's also being very like distrustful and manipulative like the whole time well, I don't know that the lead is necessarily being distrustful and manipulative the whole time, um, but Clayton in this season Clayton absolutely has in this, been. In this, in this Bachelor, yeah. I this think there one. is, like, a responsible way to, like, an ethical way to go through the the Bachelor process. But I feel oh, like it, it's good TV for them if it's not... <laughs> Yeah, they don't want it to they be ethical to and be fair. Process, right? They want drama. Right. Yeah. And Jacob is like, he's like a drug for you, Bella. But I would have been healthier for you, not like a drug. I would have been the air, the sun. I was like, the okay, air. you tell yourself that, Jacob. <laughs> that makes you feel feel better. On one hand, I feel like, okay, we don't see Bella and Edward like having a chummy time very often. I know. So maybe there's some truth to this. But also, early Jacob was like the heir yeah. to her. Like he was a breath he of was fresh a air. She tells yeah. him that he yeah. was the sun. And you then balance he out says, the clouds nicely. The clouds I can handle, but I can't fight with an eclipse. Which I don't <gasps> he really, said the thing. I didn't really understand. Okay, so she says you balance out the clouds nicely. So like the bad things in her life are the clouds. Mm-hmm. But he's saying. Well, actually, what's happening is that Edward is a supernatural, like, I, I, I don't know, ununderstandable event, like an eclipse. The The sun cannot fight an eclipse. Mm, yeah. The sun the can't do anything about an of eclipse. Of Edward mm-hmm. has blocked me out. Mm. Edward is the moon. Actually, it works very well because new moon is the one where Edward's not there and there's no Ooh. moon. <gasps> Whoa. I never thought I that actually worked that, that well. Stephanie did that on purpose, but uh, she might have. She, she might have. <laughs> Drama. <laughs> um, and I like really do think that he does have a point. It's just he turned into an asshole, right. so it's <laughs> invalid. Right. Right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Once again, I wish that Jacob hadn't turned into an asshole, and that this were a uh, compelling yeah. love triangle in which. You know, we really have some hard choices to make. But yeah, that, that would have been case. nice. No. Okay, she says, the worst part for me is that I do want that other life with you. Like, I really do want the life with you. And I was like, okay, what if she becomes a vampire? She lives a lifetime with Jake. Then Jake dies. Then she goes get together mm. with Edward. Yeah. <laughs> I've re- I read that in a it's book. It's just a, like, quick 75 years. Yeah, real fast. Bella would never do that. She's like, I'm so horrible. I'm so terrible. I could never hurt them that way. I know there's many reasons why it's a terrible idea. I just had to think about it. But, like, they have both said that they would be okay with that. They both I said, I will be waiting in the wings. So. I read a series where that happened. She like picks someone for their human lifetime. She and then... pick yeah. She loves two people and she she stays with the human one for until he dies and then she goes off with the immortal one. 
I think Edward have your might, cake and eat it too. Yeah. Edward would really want to be okay with it. I think he would struggle with it deeply. Oh, but like well, could yeah. maybe deal with it. I Bella think he herself would... definitely could not do it. No. I think Edward would manage. Yeah, I think he I would. Think, oh yeah, I think he would be. He would be very himself, miserable. Like, time. Yeah. For the whole time, but he would accept it. Yeah. And he would recover. And he would have a lot of, like, angst even <laughs> yeah. after they get back together. He, like, wouldn't just, like, be okay with it, but he would choose that over not having her. Yes. Yeah. Because when he went under the waves and he emerged again, he was a permanently different person. <laughs> okay, let's wrap it up. Yeah. He's like, so you're getting married. And she's like, yeah. We don't and he's like, are you going to get married before or after you become a vampire? And she's like, before. And he's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, he's he's like, um, but aren't you, like, scared of maybe dying when they turn you into a vampire? And she's like, no. <laughs> but I'm not going to die. Like, come on. Um, and then she's like, okay, bye. I love you. See you when I see you. Let well, me know if I'm allowed to visit. Yeah. They're kind of like, well, maybe we could be friends in the future. One of the most reasonable things that Jacob says is that, like, maybe they could be friends, but maybe it should be a long-distance friendship. And I'm like, that's a reasonable right. option to explore and here, then, considering both of your feelings. I don't know if we want to talk about the Renesmee foreshadowing or not. <gasps> I feel like I missed it. What? <laughs> Which part? Uh, it is... You read one of them. Um, where was it? Oh, I it's a 603. Okay, yeah. so it's like... Oh my god, we're on page 603? Yeah, so, um, they're talking about how, you know, Jacob is gonna find his, you know, Edward right, or right, whatever. Right. And he's like, and Bella's like, I wonder when it will happen. When the right girl is going to catch your eye. Oh. Well, I, yeah. And he says, don't get your hopes up, Bella, though I'm sure it would be a relief for you. And Bella says, maybe, maybe not. I probably won't think she's good enough for you. I wonder how jealous I'll be. Oh, <laughs> and he's it. like, that part might be kind of fun. I just blocked it out. I just, I just existed <laughs> in this world with them where Breaking Dawn didn't happen yet. I know. <laughs> like, oh, we're talking about her daughter here, Ooh. who's a baby. <laughs> and listeners, if you recall, after Stephanie Meyer wrote Twilight, she then wrote Forever yeah, Dawn. Yeah, she knows she knows what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, which was never published, do but we... eventually turned into Breaking Dawn. But do we know if Forever Dawn included imprint? I think yes, yes. There was a time I think... skip. By the way that she's writing this, she knows exactly she knows. what she's doing. Oh, hate it. I know. Hate it. What was the other, like, Renesmee thing? Oh, it was, was it out, Bella's talking about soulmates. Was it out there for Jacob, too? Something that would trump a soulmate? Imprinting. I had to believe that it was. Yep, you're right. I read that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Okay, best sentence, worst sentence. <laughs> God. Okay, I have my worst, I think. I'm just going with what's in front of me. Okay, she's talking about what she is scared of uh, when she turns into a vampire, which includes the pain. I wish there was some way to keep Edward away because he's going to suffer. There's dealing with Charlie, too, and Renee. 
and then something else. I'm like, deal. What about like never talking to your parents again? <laughs> deal, like dealing with them dealing is with so them. like clinical and weird. Like, how about the loss of never speaking to your <laughs> own parents ever again and watching them grow old and die and never talking to them again? Nothing. No. Just the just the logistics piece of it is concerning. Okay, sure. <laughs> Um, uh, my worst is a sentence that I have already read, but uh, one that I think is very important, and that it's Jacob, and he says, don't blame me because he's a better manipulator than I am. I haven't been around long enough to learn all his tricks. <sighs> and I'm like, holler. So we finally have spelled it out. Jacob knows exactly what he's doing. He's known this entire time. True. He's manipulating her, and True. he thinks that that is entirely what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so, fuck you, Jacob. I am going to pick one sentence that will be, in true Twilight Saga fashion, simultaneously <laughs> good and bad. Yes. And it's going to be my best and my worst. Oh, I love Great. That. It's the very first sentence of the chapter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The counter in Alice's bathroom was covered with a thousand different products, all claiming to beautify a person's surface. What? Um, <laughs> what a weird <laughs> what and a weird accurate way. description. <laughs> like, yeah, creams and lotions and makeup do claim they will beautify your surface. Um, that's accurate, but it's so strange. So it's best because it's like so funny, but it's also worst because it's... I shouldn't be laughing at it. <laughs> yeah, I was very, like, for some reason, I couldn't understand the word counter when I jumped right, into right. this chapter. Also, I'm like, where I, are we? <laughs> I don't know why I could not parse the counter analysis bathroom effort. Maybe my eye saw the surface word, and I, I don't know. It's a weird one. It really took me out of it. If I had edited this, I would have highlighted the sentence and be like, can you, like, root us in time and space a little more before we go into this? Um, my oh, Four hours dance. after the fight in Alice's bathroom, <laughs> the granite countertop was blah, blah, blah. Sorry, go ahead, Melissa. That's good. Uh, my best sentence is a Charlie sentence. Uh, he's talking about Billy. And he says... He was nervous as a turkey on Thanksgiving all morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, Charlie? That's so like Ted Lasso. I know! <laughs> turkey on Thanksgiving. Okay, wait. wait, I actually thought of another sentence I want to do. Go ahead. It will also simultaneously be <laughs> best and worst. Uh, this is when Bella is at Alice's bathroom and she's like mentally in a weird space i couldn't keep my thoughts from skittering away every few seconds insects running from the light um i think that that is a really interesting illusion like wow yeah that's that's some there's some good writing there um but i hate the image that it conjures um so it is best and worst <laughs> okay i oh wait where did it go i think i'll pick this one even though this is like a good uh, writing, even though I'm mad about what she's saying. <laughs> there wasn't any choice to make. There was just breaking a good heart to attend to now. 
Yeah. It's a good sense. It's so simple, and it yeah. carries so much, so much weight. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I could pick a million other things, but there you go. That's it. Wow. Listeners, do write in and tell us what you think Charlie's power <laughs> Yeah. I want to hear from you. Send those and your questions and comments to twilightphasepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash twilightphasepodcast and join the ranks of our patrons. Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Aaron, Laura, Andrea, Leamy, James, Melissa, Chance, King's awesome. Gambit, Miriam, Rachel, Danny, Olivia, and Sabine. You can follow us at twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and twilight phase podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Maya Marlette. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it... (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't like that there is still more book... Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Truly, why the fuck isn't this book over yet? <laughs>